There's nothing. The Sharks lose in overtime. Another loser point for the San Jose Sharks. We apologize nothing. after some technical difficulties um we're gonna get this shit going so here we are it's the uh, sharks lose so in oh, no, over echoing here we go but of course if you want to be a part of the show be sure to hit us up on all the social media hit us up in the youtube chat um, you know, do all the storm normal shit that we tell you to do every time. How many swears is that to start the show? We're off to a good start here. Um, here, oh, <laughs> what have I done to you, Puck Guy? Oh my god, I need to fix Puck Guy. Let's, Let's be honest, honest I, I, it might, might be a better, be a better thing. thing. <laughs> I, I thought I had it set, obvious. and then uh, there we go. All right, so. Uh, it is me. I am Ian Reed. Um, <laughs> seen and not heard, un- or heard and not seen, unfortunately. Um, with right, Puck right. Guy fourteen, great. and uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going <laughs> to hand over control of the show back over to Puck Guy. And uh, now that we got this shit kind of working, uh, here we are. Mwah. Kind of, kind, kind of, kind of. Um, after yeah. Some yeah. Technical difficulties. I apologize if there's any uh, weird audio shit going on. Um, I had to do a uh, yeah double out of Puck Guy. I'm not shocked that NDI finally decided to work now. Um, you know when I don't want it to. Uh, Puck guy, how you doing? Be the be the boss. Be the boss. Uh, you know, it's one of those nights where hell, it's been one of those seasons where everything just falls to crap, right? Yeah. It's just it's just rough. And uh, whoa, double audio for no, Puck it's fine. Guy. I already fixed it. Okay, cool. I'm just you know I'm I'm seeing all the uh, the live chat right now, so. Uh, Quick behind the scenes, behind the, the thing, uh, Ecamm just took a big old crap on me and couldn't access the uh, link to the show. So Ian's running this bad boy, uh, even though you can't he can't be seen like a brat. He's just like <laughs> checking away his Diet Pepsi like crazy. So hashtag no free ads. OK, right. so sorry for all the inconvenience. Sorry we were late on, on here, but uh, thank you for joining us. Ah. <sighs> How to that game? <laughs> uh, the Sharks uh, dead last in the Western Conference. Uh, Seattle on a four-game road winning streak. Uh, they look like they're ready for they're they're getting ready for playoffs, dude. I, I they seem like they were getting physical early on and and kind of getting that playoff mentality. Yeah. Um... Yeah, the Kraken are the Kraken are a weird team this year because I I think they started really hot. I don't think they've been that great of late. I think they're like they've won five out of their last I, ten or I, something I, yeah, like that. I think they're like five and five with maybe some some overtime suckage sprinkled in there. Um, yeah, I don't know what to make of this Kraken team. Um, yep. I I kind of I look at them and the Kings kind of the same way, like. These teams to me are pretenders. I don't really think they're long for this world in the playoffs. Um, and tonight kind of gave you a good, a good, good example of why. Because I think that the when you look at the how the Sharks played the Kraken, like I don't know, like if you were if you're a Kraken fan and you watched this game, like yeah, you got the win, but with the way that they've kind of played down the stretch, is there? 
are you that excited with playoffs? I mean, maybe you're excited because it's like, you know, you're going to the playoffs for the first time and there's always, there's always the fun in that, I suppose. But right. I, I don't know. I, I wonder if, you know, if I would be a little concerned if, if I'm a Kraken fan, considering how they've kind of played down the stretch, um, heading into the playoffs. I don't think they've, I don't think they're finishing particularly strong. No, uh, I, they got off to such a hot start and maybe it was too hot to keep up expectations. I just have a feeling and granted uh, Shane writes with um, the Spitfires, right? If I'm not yes. mistaken. Yeah, he's he's in Windsor and how how is Windsor doing? Are they, they going to be finishing up soon? No, they're they're the best team in their conference. I think that they oh, are crap. Yeah, no, they're he, he I, I think Shane Wright will be still playing hockey when the Seattle Kraken are done. Although maybe not because the, so the OHL season, I want to say it ends by the end of this month. Like you, so you have more time before like the NHL playoffs start. Um, but I think Windsor's Windsor's a wagon. So um, if I think that there's a good chance that Windsor will still be playing long after the Kraken do. Um I, I looking at, I mean looking at the also I think too like even if they did get him back like I I think at best he's he's probably going to Coachella. That's uh, yeah I mean I think Coachella is going to be going far in the AHL. They should yeah. They should. I, I I was just thinking maybe he's like one of their black aces that comes in. He just, that's why he got to stay in so long. You know. Hockey. I think I think oh, the no. Kraken will be done playing hockey before he is. That's that, my concern. That's a bummer. But, uh, yeah. But getting to this game, four minutes in, and this is just a microcosm of it all, Ian. Sharks have a 2-1-0 breakaway, and Lawrence tries to pass it to Zetterland, who doesn't go wide. He goes behind him, and it just falls apart. They get no chances. I, I mean, I was as pissed as Curtis Brown when I saw that play and I'm pissed that he wasn't pissed about it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a situation where you probably just, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's better just to take the shot. Exactly. And this team has had so many issues with not trying to get shots on net. Yeah. I mean, we heard hurdle, like it was focusing too much on passing and earlier in this year and it just frustrates you all around mm -hmm. and and uh you know you have that you had another two on one where this team just uh, they don't even get a, I think it was LeBanc with Eklund and LeBanc gets you know smothered by the defenseman who actually plays the two on one the wrong way but they didn't get a shot on goal so it was the right way and you know it kept going back and forth it's definitely in the second period with with these teams i mean they're getting some chances but grubauer and reimer you know stick taps to both of them they had a heck of a game yeah uh and turning on turning off shots away i mean yeah there were penalties here and there i mean i think both teams were combined 0 for 5 on the power play this evening but uh, i mean all in all, pretty clean game, pretty straightforward game. Um, and then you get to the third period. And then, you know, a minute 18 in, Eklund kind of gets bothered by former Shark Ryan Donato. And the penalty shot for Eklund, 
He scores. He gets the crowd hyped up, which is always nice to see. Go one nothing. Your thoughts on uh, Eklund going back to back games with a goal and most likely leading to his, you know, being sent down next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, it's going to be interesting, right? Because obviously, with the Barracuda, um, like the the Sharks do after the trade deadline. I think you have like four call ups that are just like that are kind of call-ups that are at your own discretion mm-hmm. um now obviously if you have to bring up a guy to cover a guy from injury that doesn't count um so it's going to be interesting to see how they do because obviously you know we saw svechnikov go down today um so that's you know that's um that's concerning so it'll be interesting to see who gets if someone else gets called up that kind of um to try and fill that role but um back to eckland i mean i'm just glad that people are getting to see the Eklund that I've watched all year. Um, you know, Eklund to me is really, he, I thought he started the season slow, but I thought as the seasons progressed, he's just gotten better and better and better. Um, and it's, you know, I think he, I don't think he's looked that out of place in the NHL. I think, um, yeah, could he stand to be a little bit bigger for sure? Um, but I think he, you know, you see him out there, he's creative. And um, I think it, I, I honestly, I was surprised that he got a penalty shot call there because you don't really see penalty shots called very often. Um, And I didn't think that play was overly penalty shot egregious. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say no to it, obviously. Uh, And, you know, William Eklund played it perfectly. So um, I've been really, you know, it's, it's, we, we talk a lot about, you know, about what are, what can you root for at this point? Um, and I'm, you know, like the last game there. Like, am I going to get mad that, the, you know, Knizhov, uh got a goal? No, man. That guy, like, that guy went from being injured to, you know, I think a lot of us were openly questioning where did he even fit on this team um, right. before he finally got called up because of the, you know, you see a guy like, um, a guy that you'd think Quinn would be a little more of a fan of in, in the, you know, in Derek Pouliot get signed to a contract and you're like, geez, man, like, is Kinesiov going to get, is he ever going to get the call? Like, do they have anything here? Do they, does the new regime see anything here? And, you know, so I think that, um, I lost my thought. I, so I, I think, you know, him getting, him finally getting the call and getting the chance to, to perform and then, you know, getting that goal after everything he's been through, um, right. Real or perceived by us. Um, I, you know, I, I, how can you be angry at that? You can't, I mean, you, you look at what he, like you said, you, you kind of set it up for me. Thank you, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, you know, have Kanejov go through what he's got. You have, to, it, it's kind of like a tryout for everybody. Yeah. It's like a clean slate in a way where these guys have to show, yeah, this is probably not one of the best, um, prospect pools in the league but there are some there are some nice gems in in this you know jewelry box of a hockey club um you, you know you lose Feshnikov tonight to a hit which didn't seem too much didn't look that I, I, he just wants to go play golf with his brother well well, his poor brother can't even play golf. He's got knee yeah, surgery. I know, you know? I know. Which I was, sucks. I'm, I'm going to get help for that, but I was being let's, silly. Let's hope it's not 
a knee injury like like his brother did. But, you know, the only scratches tonight for Jacob McDonald and Redeem Shimmick, first and foremost, you hope those guys are okay. You haven't heard any, anything too much about Jonah Gadjevich. So there's going to have to be a call up here soon. Um, yeah. Unless you go 11 7. No, they're going to call someone up. You know, so we'll see. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I, I, it's like, gonna be an I'm, interesting one. I'm fascinated because I think, like, to me, I think the the next logical man up to me is probably Bortolo. Although Bortolo's on kind of he's been a little cold of late. I don't think it's for a lack of trying. I just think he hasn't had much in the way because I think he's had his chances, um, but he's been kind of quiet on the Barracuda lately. So I don't know if that's as sure of a thing um, as I would have maybe come on here and said maybe two weeks ago um makes you wonder if he misses eckland i yeah but they they only they don't play together all the time so it's not like they're they were like glued at the hip um so i wonder if if you know i wonder if if Bordelow gets a call um or if they just kind of you know if they go the boring route and they just bring up a guy which i think would be disappointing because i think if you could I don't think so. I don't. I like Daniel Gushkin. He's another guy that I think would come up when people start talking about guys that have been kind of on a heater of late. Um, right. As far as guys that are quote unquote the future, because um, I mean you could you could I guess you could call up Egazino and give him like he's on a he's on a contract, so you could call Egazino up and kind of reward him for his play. But but like I love Andre Egazino, but he's not the future, right? Like I think this is the time in the season when you want to look at guys who are in the long term plans, and I don't. And and this is not again. I'm not trying to slight Andrew Casino at all here because I think he's had a hell of a season for the Barracuda, but um, but he's not the future. Like he's not the guy. He's not the guy you should be calling up. He's not the guy that's going to be here long term, right? Um, True. And I, I I think you want and not only that, but like you know the Barracuda, they're still they're still in this. Um, the the playoffs are still well within reach the 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 um the barracuda are one point behind tucson yeah oh, wow. could be a guy that could come back up uh you mm-hmm. know they're one point behind tucson they're five points behind bakersfield bakersfield's starting to pull away bakersfield's been playing some really good hockey of late um but you know they do have two games left against bakersfield where they can if they can hold or if they can kind of keep pace with them they can get really close with with two wins over the Condors. Now, the last attempt they had at two wins over the Condors ended up being a, a win in a really ugly game. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see who they're gonna who they're gonna call up next uh, if Svechnikov can't go. Yeah, it'll, it'll be really interesting to see how that goes. Kout, yeah, it was probably most likely going to be the guy. They're going LM in the chat. Sharks have too many 5'9", 180 pound guys. If they're going to call up anyone, it's Eklund or Boards, not Angozino or Gushkin. Well, well, I think Eklund's I think Gushkin, Gushkin, I think might be a sneaky pick. Now, I, I I don't know if it's the play that I would make personally, um, because I think that there's I like Daniel Gushkin a lot. I just I don't know, I don't know if his game is where I'd want him in the NHL um, right now. But I think. I, I wouldn't sleep on I think Gushkin could be a nice sleeper pick to come up. But to me, 
I mean, I still probably, even though he's, like I said, he's kind of been ice cold of late, I might, I'd probably still bring up Bartolo. Yeah. I, that would be in my mind. And, and maybe it happens temporary for now, goes back down, and then how close the Barracuda are. We'll see who can. Yeah, there's, call, like, there's, that's the tough they're part still too. in it, man. They're still in it. I, I, but, you know, the, the here's the thing, right? Like the AHL, they're still in it, I say, as they're like, you know, <laughs> we got to remember that seven teams <laughs> in the Pacific Division make the playoffs. Um, so, so they're still in it, but it's not like they are. You have to, good. with reality, that they're not really a good team. Right. Uh, is uh, Hochuk playing yet? No, not yet. Um, last I heard, they are going to um, reevaluate him sometime in the near future to see if he can get back playing. I know he is in San Jose. Um, He's playing. chilling with Knaizhev, yes, apparently, in Santa yes. Cruz. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's hanging out with Knaizhev. Um, so, um, but as last I heard, that the, he's he's um, they don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, but Muhuk Madulin's here, um, so hopefully we'll see him on Friday. That'd be nice. That'll be interesting to see, to see how he's doing, um, especially that cross-continent country or cross continent, uh, well, not even cross-continent, cross-ocean trip. Uh, from Russia after his season ended in the KHL. Uh, just to finish off the game really quick, mm-hmm. you know, Borkstrand gets a beautiful stretch pass to tie the game up. Uh, you know, that was that was nice to see. That was very Eric Carlson to, I guess maybe Tomas Hurdle, or or if you're wishful thinking, you're you're hoping that it would be Eric Carlson to. Uh, uh, William Eklund or sure. or Connor Bedard, uh, they tie it. <laughs> yeah, I mean you get you get the loser point. The Sharks go to their 19th game in overtime, only to see Vince Dunn extend his scoring streak to 11 games on a game-winning goal that beats James Reimer with McCann on the assist. Uh, the Kraken get a much-needed pair of points, while the Sharks get a point that they really don't want uh as the blue jackets now have a three-point lead lead. on 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 the uh on the sharks there so sharks are at 52 columbus is at 49 if i'm not mistaken i believe chicago and anaheim are at 54 each so sharks now Oh gosh, what are they in the last ten? Like one, six and three. Yeah, something silly. terrific, terrific. Great job, guys. Still at six home wins. Terrific. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I mean, as far as this game goes, right? Like, was entertained? Yes. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie and say it was entertained. Like, that was a good. I thought it was a good game. Like, I don't. It's hard to get up because, like, you don't. Again, right? Like you just, you, I'm cheering for people at this point rather than the team. So, like, look, and I love James Reimer, and and so I'm happy that he had a good game because, like, look, James Reimer wants to play again next year, right? And he hasn't yeah. had a particularly great season, so, um, I, I I have a hard time being mad at James Reimer for for playing good. Um, you know, William Eklund scoring, I'm never going to get mad at because that's what you want to see. Like, I, I understand like you don't want the loser point, but at the same time, like. William Eklund is a part of how we how we get out of this. So you want to see him do well at the right. NHL level. Agreed. So 
I mean, you know, it was an entertaining game. I thought it was entertaining anyway. Um, I thought, you know, it was, it was a good goaltending duel for the most part, um, which mm-hmm. I'm also a fan of. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, does it suck that they, you know, they went to overtime and, and, you know, I'd rather at this fucking point, like, if they go to overtime, I'd rather just win the fucking game. Then I know, I know people are like, right. no, Ian, that's two points, not one. And I, and I get it, but I just, man, just lose properly, damn it. That's all I want. <laughs> lose properly. So, if I'm not mistaken, the Sharks have just that one win since the team of the trade against Winnipeg, if I'm not mistaken. And before then, it was Seattle. That four nothing game where Yanni Gord puts it in his own net for the game winning goal. Um, it, it's it's tough here. I had some couple of things that popped up on on Twitter as we were going off. William Eklund becomes the second rookie in Sharks history to score a penalty shot goal, joining who? You have a guess? Oh man, joining who? Um. You want a hint? Yeah. They were 39. Logan? Nope. Hmm. Tomas Plehal. Oh, my God. In 2008. <laughs> the, the 39 <laughs> you've totally forgot about. <laughs> uh, uh, and from Uncle Darren Stevens at Shark Stats on Twitter. Uh, this is courtesy from the PR NHL. The Sharks have now lost 29 games, including overtime and shootout, in which they led at any point. The second most in NHL history, only behind the 2005-2006 St. Louis Blues, who lost 31 such games. Must suck to suck. You know what the worst part is? Hmm. And yet, worst home record. They lost 29 games where they've blown a lead. They are the only team that hasn't hit 20 wins. And just like the 93 Sharks, they're still just the second worst team in the league. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, where's Brandon <laughs> Coben? Has he been? I think, I think Coe's been hurt. Um, I, I know believe he was, so. I believe he's hurt. Yeah, I, I believe that to be true. I'm trying to jog my memory here, but yeah. uh, it's almost two o'clock in the morning and my memory doesn't work when it's awake. So <laughs> I apologize. I am pretty sure he's been hurt. Um, but I would, I, I'm not a hundred, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Right. Because I, I haven't seen in the, in the spotty time, I haven't seen him on in the Barracuda on there for sure. Uh, as you mentioned, a couple add-ons will, will for the sharks, like you mentioned, Michael Muldoon is in the Bay Area. He's most likely going to play with the Cuda on Friday. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, um is being reevaluated for an injury sustained in February 11th. So we'll see if he makes his chance. So Cuda could be getting some they, reinforcements they for a push. I think they've. I think they've. Look at. I think they played pretty admirably, be considering the call-ups and you know, because again, like this blue line, not very good. Um, so they've basically, you know, it's been held together by duct tape all year. Um, but I'll give them credit, you know, I, I, except for like a couple of games here and there, I still stand by the fact that I think the Barracuda have played their best hockey um, now, like at the end of the year. Um, yeah, there's been a couple of games where 
things obviously weren't so so great for them but for the most part they played their best hockey um down the stretch right when you when you want them to um you know and look at the barracuda like for me anyway like those are the games i'm excited for at this point because like again like look at i i will come on i will watch a sharks game so i can come on and talk about it here but like the Barracuda, like, you know, like if they score, if they do well, like I get right into it. Like, it's nice to have something to fucking cheer for. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's nice. Like, even even though I know in my heart of hearts that they're going to, you know, making the playoffs means getting waxed by Coachella Valley in two games. But it, I don't care. Like, it's something it's something to cheer for. It's something where you actually want to see the team actually win. Like, you get excited about a win. Whereas, like, with the Sharks, it's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, win or lose. It's like, I don't really, I, I don't really care at this point. Like, I just want to get to the, like, what the, what is the left? You know what I mean? Like, what is there left to, right. to, to, for in this season, right? It's, they're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, which we knew anyway, but mathematics is also fun. I, you know what I mean? It's like, so well, I'm cheering for guys to do well you're you're rooting for individuals like like for instance willie backland tonight yeah. he gets his second goal nice penalty shot trying to get the crowd going yeah or, or lack thereof i think it was like a little over eleven thousand tonight but just something because yeah. like you said it's i just want to get something to get excited about even if it's getting waxed like a cello in two games and not even get a home game in that series correct or wait no wait a minute. Don't. They're all all if if somehow it goes to three games, they're all in Coachella. Wait, but it is is Coachella the number one seed or is that Calgary? Calgary is the number one seed. I think Coachella is uh, two. My bad. Last I, I was getting them mixed up. Yeah, my bad. No, Calgary. Calgary, who is the first team as last I checked, would get a bye to the actual first round and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it uh, is what it is. Gotcha. Uh, for those who want to mark their calendars, get ready May 8th, 4 p.m. Pacific, the draft lottery. Yeah. Otherwise known as the Connor Bedard sweepstakes show. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and hit that notification bell. We will go on hopefully without any issues. Thank you. Ecamm. You can, you can, uh, uh, watch me cry live on air. Yes. Or we will celebrate and break out the Martinelli's apple cider and celebrate that we can all get number 98 Connor Bedard jerseys in that one. Uh, so since it was a little bit of a quiet game, we'll say, uh, I'll play, play a little game with you here. What most likely happens first? The sharks get eight home wins, get 21 wins overall or 40 regulation losses. And now, as of now, they're 19, 36, and 14. They have six home wins. So six home wins, 20 regular, what, 20 wins? 19, yeah, they're currently at six home wins, okay. 19 wins overall, mm-hmm. and have 36 regulation losses. I would take door number two. So 21 wins overall. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the most likely. So... Ian's saying it's going to be two, three, and whatever. (laughs) So that's a tough one. Uh, To me, I think it's 40 regulation losses. They they might do that too. Um, You know. 
<sighs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I, two more wins is, is not a lot. Like, I feel like, you know, especially when you get down the stretch, when, you know, start when when teams kind of get set in their standings or whatever and guys start sitting game management i don't know i mean a lot of people are saying for regulation losses maybe you're right um I, i'm fuck since when did i become the optimist jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny because the sharks get their 14th uh overtime loss tonight calgary has 14 dallas has 13 and then I think there's a couple others like the Rangers and Penguins that have 10. And I want to say the Desert Dogs have 11. <laughs> uh, but it's just amazing how many games have gone into overtime. And for the Sharks, 19 out of 69. That's just unreal, unfathomable, unfortunately. That that sucks. Uh, my, my next question to you is the percentage of William Eklund getting back to the Barracuda by the middle of next week. Because oh. I think they play in Edmonton, and that's his ninth game. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I think, to me, logic kind of dictates you send him back down. You you have that extra year slide. I think that he's done well. Obviously, you, you bring him in and you tell him, like, obviously it's business, and I, I think he'd be disappointed, but he would get it. Um. Yeah, I, I, I think he goes back down. Um, I think he goes back down, and maybe they call someone else up. I don't know. It's hard to say, right? Because again, you only have so many call ups um before the end of the season, and the whole Svechnikov injury makes things questionable, depending on how that goes. So that that could change my answer. But to me, I think it's just you know, as as much as I don't, I William Eklund might not be a fan, um. I, I I think you do the right business decision and that's you know and that's not Bernie or Vizielsi. But we'll see. I, I won't be I wanna say this though. If the if the Sharks decide to keep William Eckland up for the rest of the year, I'm I'm not gonna be mad about it. No. But my here's my question about the you said there are like four call ups that they get. Yeah. Can they can he like so for instance, if you were to send down Eckland to the CUDA, can you bring him back up without having him take like multiple call-up spots well because of the because they've had such issues with injuries i'm not sure how many call-up spots they've actually used i think he might be the only one that might be legit maybe pouliot i don't know because obviously pouliot they might be at two already so i'm not and that's just again that's just based on me doing some quick math in my head that means nothing got it so they might even be in trouble with with cops already that will be interesting to see how that works yeah out. i think i think i think if i had to guess i think they've used two i'd have to go i don't know this is probably when i should look at cap friendly and see who's on emergency <laughs> loan and who's on a call up and blah blah blah, blah. yep so for those playing tankathon the sharks sitting right now in the number two spot at 52 points columbus has a three-point lead on them uh, which means the sharks have a the 13.5% odds at number one overall. Uh, you guys can have fun with that one indeed. Um, kind of going off Sharks a little bit here. Um, Jordan Bennington. <laughs> so Derek Pouliot's on an emergency loan. Knajov's on an emergency loan. They might have only used one. Um, let me okay. see here. Miners registered. William Eklund got called up. 
Uh, does, ooh, does Andreas Johnson count? Mm, no. Because he never really was a well, Cuda, he, per se. Right, but he was... He might that he was, that he was with Utica. Correct. So Eklund and Johnson, two. Okay. Maybe. So when was the trade deadline? Uh, March. No, maybe not then. No, it wouldn't. I think Eklund's the only call up they've used, so they've got three more. Yeah. All right, there you go. All right. So there's there is a chance for Bordalo to get up there when not have, be stuck per se. Um. The whole Jordan Bennington thing. He gets two games suspended. Is he a hothead? Should he, would he be perfect for the slap shot remake? Yeah, that guy's, I mean, like goalies are all head cases, but he's like an extra head case. Um, if you, if right? you can find it, if you haven't somehow, if you've not seen this already, um, if you can find um, the video of the whole thing going down with Marc-Andre Fleury mic'd up, like <laughs> worth the couple minutes. Amazing. Oh my God. Please, AJ, I hope, and not not to suggest anything, but I hope you have that set up for uh, Pecknologist on Sunday. Because that's <laughs> Flurry talking about I his love hair. Mark like Marc-Andre Flurry, like, I, I may not think much of him as a goalie, and I think history is going to be a lot kinder to Marc-Andre Flurry as a goalie, like as an actual player, than it should be. But as a dude, Marc-Andre Flurry, as a dude, is one of the funniest dudes on the planet. Right. Yeah, no, that that when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, that's freaking hilarious. And shoot, I, I don't blame him for wanting to come down and, you know, wanting to go. It's like somebody was been wanting to go after him. Devin Dubnik won among other people. And like, dude needs to calm down. Yeah, seriously. So. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much it. Unless you have anything to add on. <laughs> <laughs> got it all right throw up the graphic if all right you missed anything yeah. or you want to watch us uh again check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher whether it's apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, tune in iheart spotify odyssey soundcloud you name it you love it of course if you're on the youtube channel right now or you're not watching us live leave a comment down below as to what you thought of tonight's game william eckland yay loser point no are you going to root for a second-year expansion team in the playoffs? Let us know in the comment section down below. Of course, we love you giving us all the thumbs up. It really helps us out amazingly, as always. Just as amazing as Ian being able to run this show tonight for some odd reason. Uh, thank you for filling that in. But uh, oh, Ian, you just—you know what I just realized? Now I have to stay what? up and put this fucking thing to bed. God damn it! No. What have I done? No, no, no. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> right. I just I just need to download the MP4 and then, you well, never mind. We'll, we don't need to get technical here. <laughs> How to put a show to bed with Ian yes. and Puck Guy. That's right. Riveting Sharks post-game coverage there. Uh, Ian, you're at Ian Blogs Hockey. Your final thoughts? My final thoughts are when the Sharks do good, it's bad. <laughs> Go Kuda. See you Friday. Go Kuda, indeed. I'm at PuckGuy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Um, you got to show a lot of pride, and they will definitely show a lot of pride Saturday night as it is Pride Night at the Shark Tank as the Sharks take on the New York Islanders. Yes, you know it. 
Bo Horvat is coming back to San Jose. Oh my! Indeed. Uh, yeah. Uh, will, will the Islanders uh, make it in? They're currently at seventy-eight, which is unfathomable, uh, even without Brazil. So the big game for the Islanders Saturday night, seven thirty local time. We will be back with you then from. Uh, that's in San Jose. We'll be back with you after the game on the YouTube channel and uh, appreciate each and every one of you joining us. And until Saturday night, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. We'll see you Saturday night. Show your pride. Have a good night, everyone.